good to go. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you for being here, guys. Welcome to the next episode of Trying to Figure It Out. We have my actual best friend in the world uh, here today, Bo. Bo Stone Hair, Bo Stone, the Bo Stone, whatever you want to call him. He is the best. I'm so happy that you're here. I want to introduce Bo for a lot of reasons, but mainly he's going to be a recurring guest here on Trying to Figure It Out. He's going to be here every five, six episodes, depending. Bo is like the first friend I've had where I just feel so happy all the time around him. He is such a light in my life. He's so different than anyone I've ever met. When we hang out together, one of us could be having the literal worst day of our lives. But instead of spending the whole time talking about it and rehashing, we can. We can do that. We can talk about it. But we mostly end up spending our time figuring out what spontaneous activity we can do to cheer ourselves up. We typically end up at the Abbey (laughs) on a Wednesday. But every time I'm with him, I just feel so happy. And you just make my life so much better. So welcome, Bo. Oh, thank you for saying all those nice things. You know me, I'm always about like trying to make the best of every moment. Literally. And make sure everyone in the room is having a good time. Oh, Um, yeah. I love that. Um, But yeah, my name's Bo Stone, and I'm just happy to be here, uh, like always, and um, excited to be on Spotify. I I know, you know, this is my first. Hello. (laughs) This is Bo's first podcast ever. Definitely not his last. I'm going to do like a quick rapid fire of just some background on you, who you are, and then you can chime in and tell people more because you can describe yourself way better than I can, but... Bo is an incredible hairstylist. He does color, he does styling, he does haircuts. He's literally like a one-stop shop for literally the best of each category, which is very rare to find. He is so talented. He is from California. He is 27 years old. And we are born exactly one month apart. That's why our lucky number is three. Should we roll the dice? <laughs> we just got matching tattoos the other night of dice. So when we're together, we're dice. And when we are apart, we are die. Die. So my, my dice are die. You're my dice are die. <laughs> <laughs> and the number that we got facing out is a three because we love the number three. So, Bo, tell us a little bit more about you and just what you would want the people to know about who you are. I grew up in Northern California, um, definite California boy at heart. And like when I tell people Northern California, they're like, oh, the Bay Area. And I'm like, no, no, no. There's a whole nother like six hours north of the Bay. And that's where I'm from. Um, it's <laughs> called Humboldt County. It's a very untraditional way of growing up. Um, I grew up on a marijuana farm back when it was illegal. <laughs> and I just, you know, that was a very interesting life. Uh, my parents sat me down when I was like in kindergarten and they're like, we just want to let you know to not tell anybody or like we could get in big trouble. And so what did I do? I went to school the next day and like sat all my friends down (laughs) and I was like, you guys, um, my parents grow weed and they, we all looked at each other in a circle and we're like, well, so does mine. (laughs) And so I was like, from that moment on, I was like, oh, there's nothing special about me. I thought I had one little like (laughs) thing that was just going to be so different and cool. And I was like. Yeah, my parents grow. And then they're like, well, well, yeah, everyone's does here. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. It's very you because no one else 
came in and sat their friends down in a circle yeah. to say it except you did and they were all like yeah us too and you were the one that was excited to share it with oh the yeah class. oh yeah i i am really bad at keeping secrets but i can keep them really important ones but i'm just like i always want to tell like like i'll never be able to keep my own secrets but yeah so i grew up in northern california um like my whole life was up there and then i moved down to san francisco when i was like 18 Spent some time there and in Santa Cruz, and then I finally made it to LA, which was like my ultimate goal. You grow up in California, like up north, and you like see California in the movies, and you're like, Where's that? <laughs> I want to live there. And I was like, This isn't California, like where I lived, it was not what I saw. It's right. all mountains and forests, and like the beaches were like black sand and cold. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a beach right grew up and it's called black sands beach and you can't even swim there because there's an undertow and it'll like suck you'll literally die like they, there's signs that say don't swim here so i was like what is with this life you can't even no I it's just not the same I so you might have just had the same experience of viewing california on tv the way i did in new york yeah yeah like like cute beaches like santa monica yeah. hermosa like you know well you live in santa monica now i live in santa monica now you work I, at one of the top salons in la super blessed i he love works it at there. mesh salon if you haven't heard of it you should check it out and ask to see Bo. he literally is the best oh and then the i'm like i feel like i'm always there i'm never not working which is hard so i used to live like right next to the salon every time i used to drive past the salon i would just pull over when i saw a spot open and i would just pop in and bring you a matcha or a coffee or just anything just so i could have a chance to come say hi to you oh those that would make my morning um it'd be just like at random you would come in and then i'd be like oh my i forgot to book her appointment <laughs> I'd look at you like, oh, no, shoot, how can I make this work? You do always make it work, but that's yeah. never been the problem. But I know, but I was like, I look at my assistant and I'm like, um, uh-oh. And then you're like, oh, I'm just saying hi. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, also, nice. for context, the way I act out is through my hair. Like when I'm going through any sort of phase, whether it's a bad phase, a happy phase, like whatever it is, I'm changing my hair. There was one time where I booked an appointment just to get my extensions lifted meaning like that you're gonna move them up a few inches so they don't look grown out and you're about to put my extensions back in you had just touched up my highlights and i'm like i want a bob and you're like oh a bob and i'm like yeah it's time to go short and you're like so these extensions like you don't want them and i'm like no i need you to cut it all off <laughs> So you cut it all off, and then three weeks later, I come in, and I'm like, it's extension time. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's literally, Bo knows that with me, it's always a roller coaster with my hair. Well, when I first met you, you had this, like, jet black hair, and it was, like, all long and straggly, and I was like, mm, she needs to cut it off. <laughs> so you know I'm always down to for a good chop-off moment. Oh, yeah. First impression I have of you. So you used to cut my roommate's hair and she had the most insane hair ever. She always went to like the best salons. And for some reason, she used to always say she was getting her hair done by you. And you just had this like energy in the salon. Like whenever I would go with her, you just seemed really cool. And I was honestly so intimidated by you. Like I have such vivid memories of you doing her hair and me like booking with someone else because I was too scared to have you touch my hair. And then one day, I walked up to you while you were giving her a blowout and I was like, what do you think I need to do? Like my hair is a mess. Like I'm freaking out. And this was the jet black phase. And you were like, 
you need a Pulp Fiction bob. Like, it's time. You need to cut that off. And I was, like, not ready for that at the time. (laughs) So I never spoke to you again. And then, like, months go by. Now we're in, like, February of 2021. And now I'm, like... I need a house call because the salon wasn't really an option at that point. So I reached out to you over DMs and I was like, hey, can you do a house call tonight and come to my place? I like need a hair change from then on. Like that's when things literally changed. I remember you came and you were doing my hair. You were doing color and cut. And we were just having a great time. I was like cooking dinner while you were doing my hair and the oven starts going off. The oven literally smelled like there was a fire and then there's smoke everywhere the fire alarm starts going off and then we look outside and there's smoke everywhere outside and you're like something's wrong we need to evacuate now and you're like but don't leave without the wine like we should grab the (laughs) wine before we go and i'm like yeah we should turns out a car crashed into the corner of my building while you were doing my hair and that's what the smoke was coming from i'm out here thinking that like i'm a terrible chef and i'm like burning the broccoli to like char (laughs) But it turns out a car crashed. And in that moment, the two of us were sitting in the hallway of my building, drinking wine, just talking. We literally had never even like met really before. And I was like, so I just booked this trip to Tulum for my birthday. Do you do you want to come? And what did you say? You were like, I was like, yeah, I would love to come do your hair. (laughs) You're like, yeah, I'll be your glam. Like you can like just book me out and like I can have the salon pay for the travel like it'll be like a work trip. And I was like, no, you're not hearing me. Like, I know you're going to be my best friend. Like, I'm locking it in now. We're going to Tulum and you're not doing my hair. Like you're coming for fun. And a month later, we jet set to Tulum, have the best trip of all time. And since then, I just feel like we've been attached at the hip. It's been, it's been really good. That was like a very fun, crazy trip. Like I had never been to Tulum. You don't know what Tulum is like until you see Bo in Tulum. It's just a different... You kind of put me in any environment, and I'm just very extra. (laughs) This is true. But to that point, I will say, the best thing about you is that in any situation, you make it better. I do my best, you know? What was your thought process when in that random-ass moment I asked you to come to Tulum with me? Honestly, I think being like doing what I do, like I was just like, oh, great, you know, another work trip. Like it was like I didn't even bat an eye. I was like, oh, you know, like I've been to Morocco. I've been to Europe. I've done like a bunch of Mexico work trips. So I was like, this is fun. You know, like this will be a good time. Like I get to go do hair and like hang out with like cool girls. Like that's my vibe. I'm like, yeah. So once you realize though, what was your opinion? I like just (laughs) had to force you to let me do your hair. So I felt complete, but like, that's just me anyways. Like, you, you know, I'm like, I got to do this. I mean, anytime we get ready to go anywhere and I do my hair, how I would do it. You're like, so do you want me to curl your hair or something? Like, can I, can I fix that? And I'm like, no, it's fine. And you're like, no, it's not. It's, we have a, it's we have a few fine. minutes. Plug it in. Plug the iron in. <laughs> but I actually remember when I asked you if you wanted to come, like within seconds, you're on Expedia looking for the cheapest flights, like looking for like what days you can get off. You're looking at your calendar. You're like, oh, perfect. And it's funny. We were in Tulum for six days. You were there for three days max. And I was only supposed to go for two days. We extended. Everyone that was there agrees that it wouldn't have been the same without you. So thank God you oh. stayed. So growing up where you grew up, what got you inspired to do what you're doing now and how did you get into it? 
growing up in Humboldt, yeah, there's like one little barber shop and one little small salon. I like always liked hair. You know, when I was a kid, I would go to Santa Cruz and visit my grandma. And like the first day of summer when I'd be there, she would take me straight to the hair salon and bleach my hair so I look like a surfer kid. <laughs> so I was like the, the hill boy coming down to the city and like looking like a surfer. In yeah. one day. And so I just I just loved it. And I loved the smell of the salon. I just gr- really grew up with that. And I used to be such that picky kid. I'd be like, you can't cut my hair with scissors. You have to only use a razor. <laughs> and I want ice white hair. No, no gold. No, you know, like I was just so picky. But another thing that I think is funny, like when you grow up in Humboldt and in the weed industry, I remember I was like 10 when I first started trimming marijuana, which mm-hmm. is like where you take all the leaves off so it looks pretty. And so, you know, I've, I've been using scissors for a long time. You know, I went from trim, trimming weed to trimming hair. So it's not a big difference. In high school, I knew I wanted to get out of Humboldt. And I never really thought I would do hair because I was just like, oh, it's not going to be successful. It's not going to be like lucrative. Yeah. Um, so I initially, I really wanted to go to uh, FITM for a bachelor's in merchandise and marketing because I love all that stuff. And I was like, oh, shoot, like, I don't have any money for college. I want out of here and I want to go somewhere. So, like, I actually graduated high school a year early and then worked on a pot farm to, like, save up a chunk of money. And then that's how I paid for beauty school and like got into beauty school because I was like, I'm going to go do hair, get a good job that I can at least have some money. And then I'll just slowly work my way through FITM so I could, you know, support myself. And once I got to my first day orientation of beauty school, the person next to me, like, literally was like, I just quit FITM to come here. <laughs> and I was like, weird, that's a sign. I think a really big reason why you and I get along and something that instantly clicked in us, I mean, if you think about, like, when we decided we were going to be friends, it, like, hits it to a T. We both live off of being spontaneous because we're... <sighs> The type of people that get so anxious and almost need to be in control of our lives at all times. But like when we need to do something last minute or go do something crazy, like we're going to do it. Whether that's going to Universal on a random night of the week or going to the Abbey on a Wednesday when I'm wearing a turtleneck and a trench coat (laughs) or going to Costco on a Friday night for fun, like we are the definition of spontaneous. I mean, on Friday, I called you crying because I was having a bad day, literally just a few days ago. I was hysterical and I was like, where are you? And you were like, I'm right near your apartment. I'm, <laughs> I'm turning around. Like, I'll be right there. Give me five minutes. <laughs> you were like, I'm there. by the mall. I'm turning around. Turns around, comes to my apartment. I'm like upset for like maybe two minutes. I give him like two minutes of information of like why my day was bad. And then I'm like, all right, what are we going to do? Like, let's go get sushi. Let's go get tattoos. And he's like, oh, like tattoos. And I'm like, yeah, let's go get some tattoos. (laughs) So we literally ended up going to get sushi and then went straight to a (laughs) tattoo place and got the most spontaneous random tattoos of all time. So in the vein of our friendship being spontaneous, Bo and I were at sushi the other night and I was describing how we were trying to figure out what tattoo we should get that would be like a good, like sweet symbol of our relationship. Our first option was just to get fuck yeah tattooed somewhere (laughs) discreetly on our bodies. And then we decided that might just not be the vibe. So I was like, what if we get like the like tarot card, like symbol of spontaneity. And then Bo looks at me like straight face and he's like, 
wait, what did you just say? And I was like, spontaneity. And he was like, isn't it spontaneity? And I was like, that's not a word, sweetie. And he was like, no, 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 it is. And I was like, no, it's just not a word. And then we spent the rest of the night and honestly this entire weekend because we hung out all weekend. Yeah. Uh, debating and asking random strangers if it's spontaneity or spontaneity. And so far, I think we're almost even. Like this is a this is like an American debate. Like I want to if there's a way we can create a poll. Somewhere, I mean, we can. I can post a poll. I today. would like to post a poll, and I want to know how many people that have lived a lie like me think it's spontaneity, <laughs> and then ha- then I want to know the naity people too. I love your your spontaneity. I got to start <laughs> training myself to talk like that. One thing that I really value about you, and that like I think is such a cool person or like trait that you have, or like skill it's a skill it's definitely like you know um but you always have the you can just bring a massive group of people together and organize and plan and just like always create a vibe and like set something up like you know what i mean like think about you're always doing that um and i think it's just so difficult and i think this is why we're a good pair because like you're so focused sometimes on creating the vibe and then i always like to come in and make sure you enjoy the vibe yeah i'm like the vibe curator and you're like the vibe coach you know yeah 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 we go hand in hand something i will say is like we both share the fact that we struggle with really bad anxiety and we both know that there is a space to talk about it and when there's a space to talk about it but i think that like we are functioning anxiety people like we go out and we work our asses off like I don't think I have many friends who work as hard as you do I'll go to the salon for your first slot of the day 8 a.m I leave at like 9 30 10 and then I'll be driving home from work and I'll pass the salon at like 7 p.m and you are still (laughs) standing there blow drying people's hair or cutting someone's hair and I'm like holy shit I was there this morning at 8 a.m and he is still there on his feet doing someone's hair and when I was there he was telling me how anxious he was feeling So I think that's something we really do share is that we know how to push ourselves and how to be the best like we can be. But we also know when we need to cancel our entire our entire day, like we're going to cancel our entire day. And I think that's why we get along so well is because I would never for a second. I mean, I'd be sad if you canceled on me because I would want to hang out with you. But like never for a second would I be like, fuck, he canceled our plans. That's so fucked up. Like. I get it and I think we both get each other and that's why like it just works. There's no like foo-foo like trying to, you know, like we can be, the vibe can be just totally off and we're just quiet and it's fine. Yeah, I love that about us too. Or we could like turn it up and like... Or never forget the one night that you and I were going to go to Six Flags on a Sunday and at six in the morning you were still out from the night before (laughs) and you were like, I'm still going to Six Flags. Like we're still going and I was like, are you sure like you're gonna be good and you're like yeah like i'm just gonna shower change and we'll just hit the road now like i'm not even gonna go to bed and i'm like okay i'm ready for you whenever like i'm up like i'm here who allows me and then at like eight o'clock you text me and you're like yeah so no we're not going to six flags today and i'm like i knew we weren't i already made other plans don't worry it's okay <laughs> like it's always okay we, we silently get each other yeah I, no. I, lo- I love that we do we do 
I like, I guess when I tell these stories, I'm like, wow, am I like crazy? Like how, how no. am I slightly sane still? We can, <laughs> we can embarrass each other. Okay. We good. can go tit for tat on this okay, one. Tit for tat. So, so I want you to tell us <laughs> I already know. the story of the stranger in New York City. <laughs> okay. So we're going to start, like, I've never been to New York City. This was my first time going. We were going out for the Hamptons for 4th of July. Um, I was like, I'm going to go do a night in the city before, like, the Hamptons. Like, you know, have fun and figure it out. And I originally, I think, because, like, you were supposed to be in the city. And you you went out early to set the vibes for Hamptons. And so <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm going to hit the night on the town and, like, take New York City like like I'm Carrie Bradshaw or something I go from my hotel to like a cute little uh gay bar that has pool like I love billiards you, you will, really you, do you will know all about me in billiards I'm not that great but I love it um so I went to a billiards bar and then I was like oh I'm gonna leave here I just got my like I got my ass kicked so hard I was like I lost so hard and was just like I have to leave this place so, like, I was talking to this guy on this app, and he was like, come over and hang out. So, I was on my way to his place, totally fine. Like, again, Carrie Bradshawing it with my little, you know, heels in New York. And I, <laughs> I get into the lobby of this building, you know, and he buzzed me in. And I'm like, all right, I'm a strong individual. Like, I'll just find the apartment number and, like, go, you know, knock on the door like I'm supposed to. And there was, like, this man in the lobby and you know i was like i never think anything of it i was like oh he's he's probably going somewhere too or maybe he lives here or something so then i start walking to the halls and like going to the uh, apartment number and he's like falling behind me i'm like oh cool like he must be going somewhere like on this floor too and then i go and i like stop and i knock on the door and he like stops and stands right next to me and i'm like Oh my gosh, did I just get invited to a threesome? <laughs> I was like, this wouldn't be the first time, but I would have liked to know. Obviously. So <laughs> I I knock on the door. The guy opens the door, looks at me, looks at the guy and says hi to both of us. So I was like, oh, this he this is his friend. Like, it has to be. The guy next to me was like, oh, that's where I'm going too. <laughs> so I was like, great. Cool. Okay. So then we all like three had like some wine and like talked about his paintings and like, you know, like we're just chilling. And then I was like, oh shoot, I got to get out of here. Like I have to go to the Hamptons tomorrow. So I finally like slyly, like I go to the bathroom and then like I just exited. Like you, you Irish, pulled a me and you Irish exited. 1000%. I, I just goodbye. <laughs> like with no goodbye. And so I was like, oh, that's fine. And then I go or go to the hotel and I pass out and then I get up for the Hamptons and on my way to the Hamptons the guy messages me and he's like who was that friend you brought over last night (laughs) he's like that guy is mentally unwell and why did you bring him over to my apartment and then leave so I literally was like what is this man talking about like I don't know that guy like, that's his friend. Like, you invited him over. So I'm literally messaging him, like, kind of condescending. I was like, dude, why did you invite him and not tell me? Like, that's your friend. He's like, I have no clue who that man was. <laughs> He's like, literally, that was some stranger. And I was like, what? 
And like, I just couldn't believe it. And I was like, oh, thank God I'm in the Hamptons now. Yeah. You're like, sorry. (laughs) So sorry that happened. But I'm in the Hamptons. Gotta go. Can't text. The service is bad here. (laughs) Thank God nothing happened and everything was chill. But like, now we can just look back. Like, look, your first time in New York City was memorable and funny. On 4th of July... One of the greatest things, I don't know how I've never known this my whole life, is the hot dog eating contest. We learned that the hot dog eating contest is something you mark your calendar for. And it's followed up by the National Cornhole League. Yes. We we got really into it. Like, first off, we watched the whole hot dog eating contest. Then we transitioned to cornhole. And we literally were like, actually yelling at the tv as if it was the super bowl like i don't even think i'm that into the super bowl when i watch it well i love anything games like any games i love learning new games um activities literally was the other night like trying to get us like um to the turtle races you literally texted me last night i was trying to convince you to go to universal studios at like 7 p.m and you were like what about turtle races and i was like what is a turtle race and then you sent me a link and when i clicked on it it just said turtle race bar (laughs) and then this place called brennan's came up and i clicked on it and the second thursday of every month they do turtle races or something it's like like, yeah every second thursday and i've yet to go well my calendar is marked for the second thursday we're going we're going and you know (laughs) someone was like who i someone i've told was like oh my gosh is that inhumane like is it really bad i'm like they're literally just running to their food but it just takes a while there's a massive buffet at the end of the race that they are running towards (laughs) well and i also probably lied on that one like i don't know what the, the scene looks like but i it might not be humane we haven't been there yet so let's not speak out of turn but Last night, you were very adamant that they're running towards carrots and lettuce. Well, yeah. You got to have a good picture in your mind. Like, okay, this is another thing I love about you. Is you will say anything to make someone feel comfortable (laughs) or, like, safe. Even if it's, like, a bogus lie. (laughs) Okay, we have to tell this story. Yes. So, I'll start it and then you can finish it. This brings us back to Tulum. And Bo is right. Like, when someone needs to feel comfortable, like, I will make them feel comfortable. So we're in Tulum. It was my birthday. I brought all these friends, and Bo invited his friend Jacob, who also works at the same salon as him. So Jacob is there, and Jacob is honestly kind of similar to me, like huge hypochondriac. If something <laughs> happens to him health-wise, like he's done for the day, like he's freaking out. So it was my birthday, and him and my best friend Ashley were trying to light sparklers for me to like be like, like good vibes like whatever so jacob and ashley are lighting the sparklers and they both completely burn their hands ashley's pain tolerance like she is a beast i wasn't even worried about her she was like fuck that hurt but like that was pretty much it but jacob was in excruciating pain like unwell and in my head i'm like you know when someone gets a burn you don't really see it until the next day. So when someone burns himself, it just looks red. So you're kind of like, oh, you're fine. Don't worry. Like, it's fine. So Jacob's like walking around freaking out. Like at this point, he's about to be like spiraling into a full hypochondriac panic attack. And so he's like, 
I'm going to get gangrene. Like, this is really bad. His finger literally just looked a little pink. Honestly, I was like, did this guy get burned? Like, I couldn't yeah, see Yeah, it anything. just looked a little pink. Like, a little pink. Like, I have curling iron burns that look worse. <laughs> I no, felt- literally. And he does hair, too. So you're like, haven't you burned yourself on the iron multiple times? So me, being me, I go up to him. What did I say? i literally go full speech mode you literally you said listen jacob like you sat him down and you were like listen do you think i would come to mexico and bring you all here if we didn't have a concierge doctor we have a plane that will take you back to la if it's an emergency and in need we will don't do you want me to get them are you gonna be like okay (laughs) don't worry like you're gonna be fine um, but yeah, they'll fly you back or they'll come here. You'll get, you'll get fixed. But why don't we just go out? <laughs> I was like, if you need the doctor, he's here. I would never go to Mexico without a doctor. I have so many health issues. Like I would never go anywhere where there wouldn't be medical treatment. Like you're fine. Don't worry. Cause he's out here like gangrene, gangrene. I'm like, no, you're going to be fine. But I just needed to really convince him. So I took that. But everyone that I invited, like all 15 of us were all listening to my whole like five minute yeah. doctor speech. Other people were like, I believed you. Other people were like, wait, you were lying? I'm like, yes, I, I was lying. Like, <laughs> I believed you. I didn't know you were lying until you told me. And then that's when I was like, all right, I get it. Okay, but Jacob was like, literally, came, he came up to me multiple times throughout the night. He was like, dude, like, I'm so glad you told me that. I feel so much better now. Like, I'm not even in pain anymore. Like, thank God you told me. Like, I'm so glad. Your little lies save lives. And I'm out here like, all right, well, at least we're all having a great night. Like, the vibes are good. But then the icing on the cake and the funniest part of this story is the next morning we all wake up and Jacob's finger was, like, really bad. Like, blistered as fuck. Like, really burnt I, I i felt so bad because i literally was laughing at him i'm like you barely even burnt I'm yourself up lies like out here trying to calm him down like we we him and i shared a room so like all night he would like roll over and turn the light on and like look at his <laughs> look at his hand and like he i swear he was up all night watching it blister and like i was like dude like turn the light off your finger's fine and then the next morning when i saw it i was like oh it was it mega was blister. Bad. So we're going to get into a really interesting segment of Alpes 3 because we have someone with us today who likes some music, but very unique music and doesn't know the majority of the music, but most people would know. So if I played any song right now, like the most popular song on the radio, the chances that Bo will know it are like probably less than five out of 10. What is it about you that... Like, I'm, what is your music taste? Like, why don't you know the major pop songs? I just feel like I, I love music. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to sound like, like a psychopath. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, my friends think I'm crazy because I don't listen to music on the car drives. You what know? do you listen to? I'm always on the phone. I, you can, I, you'll, I'll be talking on the phone. Okay. Like, okay. I'm like, what? Radio? So, but if I do, <laughs> I'm like a total radio guy. Like, I'll have Sirius XM on all the time. Um, so I don't know music or research. That is so retro of you. I know. I that know. is so retro. Hey, it's better than me doing the dialed in radio. True. Um, true. But so I'm just naturally like beat deaf and all that. So it's like, it takes a lot for me to study and find music, but I love all music. Like I grew up on reggae. My parents were like into rock and <laughs> 
Yeah, very intricate. Um, my favorite CD as a kid was Shaggy. Of course. Um, and Destiny's Child. So <laughs> it's like I'm very, very weird. Versatile. Um, but yeah, I just think I don't, I don't know how to do music, and that's also what I love about you is like you know music, <laughs> so I don't have to. Yeah, I guess that kind of goes in with the vibe curation personality. But I'm aspect. I'm always like my top thing, like because I try to find out music. I'm like, hey, Ali, you know that one song? And it goes like this, like da-da-da-da-da. And you're like... Okay, <laughs> I have like a thing where people will actually tell me I'm like a human Shazam. I'm really good. If you give me like one word, I will figure out the song, even if it takes me a few days. I won't stop until I figure it out. But like there was this one time... That Bo was like, you know the song that's like, can you sing it? I know a place where we can go, go out dancing. Okay, so first off, he adds a British accent to the word dancing. So now I'm just all over confused. I still honestly don't even know who the song is by. Is it like Robin or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now the song to me is just like, I know a place we can go dancing. And I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck that song is. Like no clue. Turns out it's like something completely different than what Bo sang. So like with him, my human Shazam tendencies just like don't come out. But then once I hear the song, it's like I have all these songs in my head that make me think of you because it's so funny. Like your perception of the music versus mine is just so different. So... For Alpiece 3, I want you to tell me your two favorite songs. Okay, so like, here's like as far as I go music-wise. Like, I've, I've told you this before. The soundtrack to my life is the Coyote Ugly movie soundtrack. <laughs> it hits all of the ebbs and flows of life. So like, I think um, Can't Fight the Moonlight. <laughs> like, when when could that go wrong? Um, That's fair. And That's then, fair. And then I think I'll just do uh, Shaggy. And I think it's um, Mr. Lover. If it's not Mr. Lover, it's Love Me, Love Me. Okay. Now I'm going to say my favorite song that makes me think of you. Okay, I know it. Tom's Diner, period. Oh, great. Yeah. The new song, the new remake of Tom's Diner. It's all over TikTok. Bo loves that it's, song. It's the one song that I actually don't feel beat deaf for because, like, I can, you know, on a good day, I can, I can do the da 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 da. Literally, Bo also has like one dance move, and it's iconic, but it's his one and only dance move. Do you want to show the people? Which one? Um. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's we'll like, be like out like at the abbey or wherever the a, fuck we are i have a few right because i can roll some dice that's <laughs> our new thing though i can roll some <laughs> dice but usually it's just like moving my feet like yeah no you're yeah. you're just an overall good time yeah no dancing here no well that was our segment of alps three we hope you listen to the songs that we picked it's a very interesting curation for sure I want to thank you, Bo, for being here today. I had so much fun with you. You're going to be on every probably five or six episodes. I want to bring you on because at the beginning of this podcast, I said that aside from just talking about stories of my life and my guest lives that have been hard or, you know, monumental or just something that have been big lessons for people, I also want to talk about how beautiful our lives are, how fun they are and how happy they are. And you're 
just like a pillar of that in my life. You're someone who always gives me happiness, always brings me the best vibes and the best energy and makes me feel so loved and so supported. And so I want to bring you on as like a way to kind of break up the space from talking about those things. And, you know, you and I are going to get into it too. Like people want to know things that you've been through and we'll get there. But I just want you here to be a you know relatable source of happiness and great friendship well thank you so much for having me i've this was a lot of fun one thing that i really value is like taking the day you know enjoying every moment and that's what we're here to do yeah well you're the queen of a rally yeah you really are oh yeah and i'm so glad you're here and you're gonna be here so get ready for many more episodes okay cheers cheers thank you guys for listening this is the fifth episode of trying to figure it out congratulations i'm so proud of you episode five baby yay cut Woo!